Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Is this the right time to sell? In this podcast, I'm going to show you, walk you through the process of why and when you should consider selling your commercial property. Most people think if the market goes up, they should sell, or that if an agent knocks on their door, they should sell, or maybe they should just cash in because there's so many crazy buyers out there. But for you, knowing when is the right time to sell is actually a personal journey. It is actually making a personal decision to see if you have extracted out of that property the best possible value or whether it matches your long-term goal or not to sell that property. So listen to my podcast and I'll walk you through the steps or the rationale or how I think you can formulate whether it's the right time to sell for you or not. Welcome to another episode of Commercial Property Roadshow. You're here with Helen Tarrant and let's talk about is this the right time to sell, right? We're actually going to run a webinar coming up in the next couple of weeks. If you're part of our organization, if you want to join, do comment below. We're going to go a bit more in-depth in this video about is this the right time to sell because there's a couple lots of metrics to think about, right? But a lot of times if you already have a commercial property uh, or a lot of people have residential, they said, should I sell residentially and commercial? Now, I'll cover both of these questions uh, in, in in this video. So number one, if you've got residential, should you sell to buy commercial? Now, if and if you have a starter commercial property, should you sell to buy a bigger commercial property? Is this the right time when the market is rising in the seller's market? What should you do? And my question to both of those, it both my answer to both of those questions is you should absolutely sell if you've got the maximum value out of that property. And the reason I say you've got the maximum value out of that property is that did you buy it? Buy it well in a good time? And have you now experienced exponential growth in that property to the point where you will no longer extract the value out of it. Not someone else, not an incoming purchaser, not what will happen in the future in the market. We're not speculating, but have you yourself extracted the maximum amount of value out of that property? And what is that? So let me show you with an example. For example, you start out and you bought a $500,000 property a couple of years ago in commercial. And through that time, you bought it, let's say either, you bought it well, right? You bought it at 7% yield. Now the market has changed and everything else is yielding 5.5% or 6% in that area. In the two years you've had it, the property has gone up most likely somewhere around 20-30% in the value of that property. Now, going forward, is it going to do double-digit growth for the next two or three or four years? And if it is, what are you missing out on? So this is the interesting question because people don't look at loss opportunities. What they look at is the market is going to grow. So I'm going to hold on to this property in case the market grows again. But that's the wrong way to think about it. The right way to think about it is have I, in the time that I've owned it so far, extracted the maximum value out of this property for myself, for my portfolio? Because if you have, then it is absolutely the right time to sell and upgrade to the next one. 
And the reason for that is, if you held on to it, it's a diminishing return. So next year, you would have got maybe 5% more. And the following year, you might have got 10% more, but you're never going to have the spurt of the 20 to 40%. So for example, one of our clients bought in the, the Sunshine Coast at 7% yield right before COVID hit. So it was a property that was under a million dollars. It was a property under a million dollars. It was a property that was in the Sunshine Coast, a warehouse property that was about $900,000 that he bought. Now, Sunshine Coast has boomed through COVID the last two years. The properties today, at the set, with some you know, rental growth is had over that time, or even if rent has that stagnant, the same property in the same area is now worth 1.2 million. So he's had about a 35% growth in that property. Now, the $900,000 property is now worth 1.2 million. Now, in this scenario, going forward, is it going to go from 1.2 to 1.5 or 1.6 in the next three years or two years? And the answer is most likely not. And if it's most likely not going to happen, then you should definitely sell that property today, this year, while the market is still attaining that growth, a label to give you growth hasn't contracted. Sell that, take the proceeds of it. So you would have taken what you put in for the 900,000. So for most people, maybe a 20 or 30% deposit. So maybe 180 to, to 270 in that. Um, then, and then you've got the growth, which is that 35%, which is something like 300,000. So now you've got almost $600,000. Just shy of $600,000 to do a bigger deal. If you leverage that 600,000, you could be buying something like a $1.8 to $2 million property. So you've just got out a bracket and more. So it's not only going from 900 to potentially buying 1.5, you've gone from 900 to potentially buying 2 million. Now the returns on a $2 million property is twofold. Firstly, it takes you out of the mum and dad investor who can invest 500 or sub one mil. Secondly, it puts you into a more serious investment category. It gives you more choices in this market where it's heated for sub one mil. So you're getting best of both worlds. And then it allows you to potentially buy properties that give you a better footprint, a better return and a better solidarity of tenants or versatility in the future. Or alternatively, you could be looking at back buying into Metro where we may be seeing more accelerated growth after the growth is finished in more regional areas. So for that reason, you should absolutely sell that first property that you buy. But I'm going to share with you another scenario where you shouldn't sell. Now, if you bought that same $900,000 property in, let's say, in, in the Sunshine Coast, so let's say you bought the same $900,000 property, but it was in a different part of Queensland, and it didn't go from 900 to 1.2 but he went from 900 to maybe one point a bit over one mil let's say he went up by 100 grand went up by 10 or 15 percent now you're in a situation where should i hold should i sell well in that case you haven't extracted the maximum value yes the property prices went up but he hasn't had an exponential growth right so i would in that situation potentially look into the future and say, hey, other areas of mine is gentrifying. Um, there's more people that are buying into this area. I could be potentially getting that exponential growth in the next two years or three years. So I should hold on to this property, maybe look to refinance, pull out some equity out right now and see if I could uh, refurbish or make the uh, try to tweak the 
the rent if I can. If not, maybe I could put myself into another slightly smaller property with that refinance or potential I can go from commercial doing a little bit of resi. There's or I could invest into a group deal or a development. So I'm not, you know, letting my equity just sitting there, but waiting another two or three years to see if you get that exponential surge and then look to sell that property so that um, that one mil and and you know 50 or one mil and, and 1.1 could become 1.4 at the end of a four year or five year hold at which point you should sell that right so it's all about your individual journey and what you are extracting out of it and it's really important to focus on that whether you're selling residential or commercial a lot of people are reluctant to sell their residential and they want to hold on hoping they're going to get another surge and another surge and another surge but but Capital growth doesn't work that way. Capital growth gives you a surge, it plateaus, it comes down, it surges again, sometimes a little bit higher, plateaus, and does the same thing. If you look at the history of growth in capital growth, in whether it's residential or commercial, it's always done that, right? And you just got to time it right, whether you're selling at the peak or whether you're buying down the middle, uh, middle or the bottom, or whether you're selling at the bottom, right? And that matter can be literally like, Oh, a month or three months in, in a market, especially in a seller's market as well. So really, when you are looking at whether it's right to sell, look at whether you've had the surge, whether the property has served its purpose for you in the process. And that's all you really need to know. Right. And that's what you really need to consider when you decide whether you sell or not. But if you whether you should sell a residential to get into a commercial, you've got to consider what you're losing out compared to what you're gaining, right? You're gaining cash flow in the commercial, but you're potentially losing out some capital growth that you would get in residential. But if your residential's had its run and it's delivered its capital growth, then there's no point holding it. And yes, you should sell to get more cash flow in the commercial space. So I know it's not a fit for all answer and it's not a complete answer, but really have a think about whether your property portfolio, whether the particular property you're thinking of selling has really achieved the result that you're looking for or has achieved uh, the, the, the purpose of it being there, of being in your portfolio. If it has, then sell it and go on and implement another strategy. If it hasn't, then have an assessment of the market. And if it's likely that it's going to deliver the results in the next two to three years, then yes, hold on to it. But if it looks like it's not, maybe it's worthwhile to cut your losses and sell it because the opportunity cost could outweigh the waiting and holding of that property. Now, this is, of course, a more detailed conversation. I'm going to cover it in my upcoming webinar in about, I think, 10 days' time. If you're interested and you want me to, to send you a link to that, put your details and emails below. Uh, but in the meantime, if you've got any questions, reach out to me, helentarrant.com or helen at commercialpropertycashflow.com.au. But also, if you want someone to analyze your portfolio to really truly understand what you need to do to really get to financial freedom and rather than just flatlining, then reach out to me. Let's have a conversation. Let's have a strategy call where let me map out for you. And if I have to say this is my specialty, is map out for you the right pathway to financial freedom, the fastest possible way, whether it's through commercial or any of your other kind of investment vehicles you want to, we can compare it and work out what is the best way forward. So until then, hit the bell, subscribe, and I'll see you in the next video. Bye for now. You've been listening to Commercial Property Investor Show. Tune in to the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property.